Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, oh, it's from Irie Freeflower, the often controversial spokesperson for the Red Crane Society right here at Half Hill Ag. And she writes, Dear Half Hill Report, I've been listening to the Half Hill Report since its early days, and I'm writing to express my disappointment. Oh, dear. When you started, I was pleased that you only accepted financial support from local vendors and organizations, thus ensuring your journalistic integrity. But it seems that since then, you've sold out to commercial interests, as you now feature advertising from places like Storm Stout Brewery, Keen Bean Kava, and Nessingwari Safari. So my question to you is, are you a sellout? Irie. Well, Irie, first of all, where we accept our support from has no effect on my reporting on the Half-Hill Report. If you've listened since the beginning, you'll remember that the Half-Hill Report is part of my journalism studies here at Half-Hill Ag. The gold we get is used to pay for things like Velmix travels, and to maintain the wireless equipment used for Dwarven dispatches and the Rizak report. I do not need any income from these advertisers, thank you very much. And do you know why? Because my, um, dad pays for everything. <clears throat> and thanks for writing, I guess. Oh, and speaking of my dad, it was his birthday last week, so happy birthday, dad, and thanks for everything. And now, on with the news. Stormsong Valley in Kulteris has seen a huge influx of adventurers who are enthusiastically engaging in the local apiculture in the hopes of gaining a rather unusual mount called the Honeyback Harvester. This enormous bee mount is proving hugely popular and is available to those willing to collect enough of the jelly to feed a baby bee that can be found in a cave near Tidebreak Summit. According to Stormsong merchants and innkeepers, this has proven to be a boon for the local economy, as the visiting adventurers drive up the demand for merchant services. But it is a bane to residents, as their farms and fields are being overrun with aggressive jelly hunters. In a related story, jelly prices have skyrocketed throughout Azeroth, with many market regions reporting severe shortages and youngsters everywhere are having to go without jelly in their nut butter and jelly sandwiches. In sports news, well, the mighty Mooshans of Half Hill Agricultural College season record fell to 0-7 this week as they lost to the menacing metallurgists of the Ironforge School of Mines, despite the return of standout freshman LG Wintail to the starting single innerback position and a decent defensive showing in front of the Ironforge partisan home crowd. Head coach Mo Drift Branch's offensive game plan didn't produce any scoring opportunities, and the Mooshan's only scoring play was by the defense, 
who scored a single critical late in the final period after the metallurgists had begun their celebratory drinking on the field. And that one scoring play was executed by none other than senior starting left inside strongback Jan Ironchen, who we caught up to after the game. Well, I don't know, sometimes you just get lucky. You know, their inside swiftback seemed to be a little worse for the drink, if you know what I mean. And honestly, I think he thought he was just handing me a drink because he sort of handed the ball to me and said something like, here you go, boy, I'll have a blast. Next thing I knew, I was carrying the ball into the scoring circle. Ah, you take them where you can get them, I guess. Say, can I say hi to my mom? Hi, mom! The Mooshans come home next week for the final game of the season against their longtime rivals, the undefeated Fighting Fells of Orgrimmar Community College. March on, Mooshans. March on. Hey, folks, you know you can catch a lucky break just like Jan Ironchin did when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Whether you're shopping for supplies for your farm and garden or looking for a delicious Pandaren recipe, you'll find what you need at winning prices at Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. Of course, the last time we heard from Eamon, he had witnessed the fall of Varrock Sourfang and the escape of War Chief Sylvanas Windrunner outside the gates of Orgrimmar. So let's check in on our friend Eamon. Hello, lad, and greetings from Astranar in Ashenvale. After the goings-on outside of Orgrimmar, our unit was sent to Astranar to relieve the troops there who had been fighting since the Banshee Queen, <laughs> burned Teldrassil. Astranar is a nice enough place for a night elf town, I suppose, but there's no pub, and no one in the town sells any ale or strong drink of any kind. I ask ya, what kind of a military town doesn't have a decent pub? You know, someone should tell Rishak that there's one heck of a business opportunity here. Well, me and the lads are going to scout some of the nearby towns to see if we can find a pint somewhere. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Oh, and congratulations to the lads of Ironforge School of Mines for their win over the Mooshans. Thanks, Eamon, and <laughs> thanks for rubbing it in, pal. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by... Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, Azeroth's annual recognition of the break of the Forsaken from the Scourge, Hallow's End, is underway with all of its spooky tricks and treats, culminating with the Day of the Dead. You have a little under a week to enjoy this celebration, so make sure to drop by selected inns and other locations throughout Azeroth to collect your treats and prizes. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, my friend, before we get to this week's review, it's been a while since I asked how your lovely Pandaren wife, Daolin, is doing. How's her recovery from her war injuries going? Hey there, Tosh. Well, Daolin is doing okay. She can stand and walk for a little bit, but it's still hard for her. The healers don't think she will ever be able to be in the field with the shadow pen again. Oh no, Velmek, I, I feel so bad for her. No, no, don't feel bad. 
Good news is that Shadowpan Garrison needs good trainers and instructors. So, she will still be with Shadowpan, but close to home in Town Long Steps. So, she can come home every night and be with me and our little girl Alice. So, we are all happy for this. Well, that's, that's just wonderful. I'm really glad it all worked out for the best. Thank you, Tosh. We are too. So, how about this week's review? Yes, yes, as I recall, last time we talked, you and your cousin Demesis were going to visit Moonglade. Yes, and oh, what a wonderful visit, and fortunately, not too difficult to get there. We wanted to stop by Exodar anyway for to pick up some smoked Talbuk. You know, you just can't get good smoked Talbuk anywhere except from Exodar. Anyway, from there it was nice short flight to Moonglade. And such a beautiful and peaceful place. Everything is many shades of green, white, gray, and purple. Just lovely. Well, I have to agree with you there. Just last week, Professor Talib and I made a stop in Moonglade after going through Darkshore on a research assignment on places affected by the cataclysm. That's right, yes, I heard that report. It was interesting. How is that assignment going? Uh, well, I... I think I'm doing my best, but Professor Talib says I still need to spend more time researching how things were before the cataclysm and less on what they're like now. Boy, she is a tough teacher. I know, right? Anyway, tell us some more about your visit. Right. Well, we fly in from Exodar over Lake Elun Ara. What an interesting looking lake. You know, from above lake surface, it is all milky white and you can't really see below water. It made us very curious. So before we go over to town of Nighthaven, we decide to go for a little swim and see what is underwater. Oh, really? Did you find anything interesting? Well, lake is very deep in places, but strangely, we don't see any fish or crabs or anything. Only thing we find were these mounds with cracks in them and air bubbles coming up from cracks. Nice thing was, if you stay near cracks, you can breathe underwater. Well, that is very interesting and very handy. Isn't it though? So, listeners, if you are swimming in Lake Elun Ara, make sure that you are searching for bubbly fisher. Well, that sounds like good advice. So, tell us about Nighthaven and the inn there. Ah, oh, it was beautiful. You remember a couple of weeks ago we visited Feathermoon Stronghold, and I tell you how much I am liking visiting night elf places. And Nighthaven make me feel same way. Everything is so peaceful and connected to nature. It is large town with many services and has couple popular events that happen there every year. That's right, there's the Lunar Festival, but what's the other one? It is Moonkin Festival. And, from what I am hearing, it is cutest festival ever. But, that happens in a few weeks, so we were little early. But, besides being beautiful place and home to festivals, this is very sacred place and has much important history for night elves and druids. Okay, and what about the inn? So, I guess we are not talking about history, huh? Well, I, I mean, Velmek, this... This is a food and lodging review feature. Ugh, okay, you're going to keep me in that box, all right. So, what do you want to know? Um, 
your review? Well, that is interesting story. There is inn called Nighthaven Inn, but there is no innkeeper. Place seems to be run by night elf bartender named Dargan, who has okay selection of food and drink. Nothing to get too excited about, but the bean soup was tasty, and Demesis, who has real sweet tooth, bought bunch of versicolor candies for her and for to bring home to Alice. Oh, and speaking of your cousin, what did she think of the place? Ah, oh, Demesis loved Moonglade so much. She finds it restful and quiet, and is really looking forward to coming back for Moonkin Festival. And of course, as soldier, she has much respect for Night Elf Sentinels and also the Torin Wardens that were there. Well, that's great. So tell us more about the inn. Right. So inn, pretty typical of Night Elf inns, with couple levels of beds for sleeping, not private, but comfortable and restful. Whole place has nice airy feel. And interesting that there is raised wooden walkway that leads to another building that looks like inn with beds and bartender, but again, no innkeeper. Upper level of that building, there is living a couple of night elves and their baby, but they were very private, so we didn't find out too much about them. Huh, two inns and no innkeepers. Sounds like they aren't big on visitors. Oh no, everyone there was very nice. So, even with no innkeeper, Places were comfortable and pleasant. So, for that we are giving four crystals. Maybe would have been five if they had had innkeeper, or maybe little better selection of food and drink, but still worth a visit for everyone. Well, there you have it, folks. Whether you're a druid or even a little druidish, sounds like Moonglade is absolutely worth your time. So, where to next week, my friend? Ugh, tush, your memory. Did you forget again? What? What did I forget this time? Ah, Tosh, come on. We are all going on big trip together. You, Professor Talib, me, my family, even Eamon and Rizak are coming. You promised us all big trip together at that, you know, sunny place near House of Mouse for to visit with friends of Shaw like Frasley and Trissa and many other friends, some that we don't know. Oh my gosh, you're right. And that's in just a couple of days. Oh, okay, now you remember. Yes, and we are all very excited. Even little Alice. I, I am too. It's just, you know, I've been so busy with my schoolwork. It, it just snuck up on me. Well, in that case, I'll see you in just a couple of days. Until then... Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tash. See you soon. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're from right next door here in the valley or adventuring through Pandaria, you'll find real old-time Pandaren hospitality right here at the Lazy Turnip. Especially when you ask Den Den, for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And as Velmic mentioned, make sure to tune in next week for a very special and very different road trip edition 
of the Half-Hill Report. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.